Welcome to The Practical Enneagram. Natalia Bolshakova is the president and co-founder of Enneagram Egypt. Drawing on her background in education, pedagogy and psychology, and inspired by Enneagram Egypt's original program, Awaken Through the Enneagram, Natalia developed her beautiful program for teens and preteens with the help of her own lucky teenagers. Enneagram Egypt also offers a conscious teacher trainer program, as well as training for schools. These programs are all accredited by the IEA. We don't go into the nuts and bolts of the program in this chat, but it should give you at least a broad idea of how to speak with your teen and preteen about the Enneagram. Being a teenager is the worst, isn't it? It's definitely the most harrowing period of my own life so far. We're comparing ourselves a lot to others at that age and and getting acceptance is at the forefront. A teen with the Enneagram is going to be a lot more self-aware, self-compassionate and empathetic towards others than your average teen. You can learn more about these programs at EnneagramEgypt.com. The groups for teens and preteens are run several times per year and you can stay updated about them through WhatsApp. The link is in the notes. Enjoy hearing from the very fun Natalia Bolshakova. I'm excited to talk with you about this. I think I mentioned to you my my niece is nine and my nephew's a bit younger and and they're coming into the years where I want to start talking with them about the Enneagram. So I know that you're the woman to speak to about that. So Natalia, tell me how you got into the Enneagram and what led you to teach it to children, parents and teachers. Yeah, that's a story of my life. I would say that I've been in the self-awareness, especially with the Enneagram for pretty a while, like up to seven years. My education helped me a lot in leading me to what I'm doing now, to creating programs for, and working with teenagers. Uh, I'm holding master in educational studies and in the psychology. So being in this, I would say, field for over 20 years, it seems this demand was always calling. Mm-hmm. Great inspiration. Came from the program that our school is teaching to the world created mm. by Harita Shervini, Awakened Through Enneagram. Yes. This is when I myself got introduced to the Enneagram. That, I would say, started the, the whole idea. Mm-hmm. And then having two kids who are now coming to very late teenagerhood. My son is 17 and the daughter is 14. Then the question arose to me, like, what should I do now? What mistakes can I avoid for them to grow up to be actually pretty mature adult. So I was like kind of not repeating the mistakes maybe that I did. Mm-hmm. And that was the big push. So now the Enneagram for teenagers and preteens, these two programs exist. First students were my own kids. Oh, and lucky and kids. <laughs> they were initially they were very lucky. Yeah. <laughs> and they were helping me attending several times, even just sitting. When Corona hit, for example, they were just sitting with me and helping with the technology. And still now, I always calibrate with them what exactly went through, what is helping them more. 
So now I want to know all of your types. So start with you. I'm type six. I'm associated with type six and I'm self-preservation type six. My, my least shown in me instinct is sexual instinct. Mm-hmm. This combination is helping me again to be more maybe attuned to his teens, mm-hmm. to be kind of more caring, to be more of a team. My gifts, I would say this is what was given to me by I don't know what, how, but somehow I was born with it. My husband, he's type five, so sexual five. And this continuous thirst for knowledge, thirst for understanding, this is really me again as a head type is kind of pulling all the time the thought is in the family's life. And the kids are type seven, the youngest, the daughter, and type, she's actually self-preservation seven. And the boy is uh, is social nine. Oh. How to say, uh, it was from, from, from heavens that you were born in the head family. <laughs> yeah. Because three of us, they're kind of mutual understanding on the sense of we value knowledge, mm-hmm. value readings. We value, he reads a lot also the type nine because he sees us reading. Again, whatever we're doing as parents, our children, we don't need to tell them. They do what we do from our example. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying that the type, the family is a bit heady. Yeah. The boy is like, <laughs> he's always very interesting because we as parents value education and, uh, and good It's not even great, but good performance in education. It's a value for us. And I notice more and more for him as type nine. Of course, he studies. Of course, he reads. Of course, everything. Yet I see his urge for for movement. This Mm. gives him life. He he, he learns life from from just moving. Attachment to the world from his body attachment. Again, I can only explain it with words just 5% from what is happening. This is like this is like sensations. I remember when he was a child, uh, maybe year six. And this is when already he started learning the Enneagram. And me, myself, I was very much into it. Before, I would say he should sit. He should, like I would do, learn, take a pen, do no music, nothing, no distractions, study. This is what I do. That works best for me. He would study a little bit. He reads a problem of math. Instead of just solving it immediately, he go pushes the ball. And then I see suddenly he rushes back. He starts writing. Again, he starts, stands up. Again, the ball. It took me some time to understand. He needs the movement to activate something in him to study. That was for me. And I said to myself, don't interfere. I said it to myself. This is how he learns. I didn't mind. And it was going on. I'm just touched by that because as a family of head types, or especially you and Halid, without the Enneagram easily imposed your values on, on your type nine son. And but then having the Enneagram model has enabled you to make a bit more room for his way of doing things. It's just so lovely. It's, it's what you want all parents to know, really, isn't it? I think. Our values mm. and our types sometimes are much on the way of our conscious parenting. There is a parenting, there is conscious parenting. Big difference in attitude. Just parenting mm-hmm. is pretty much repeating what our parents did to us. Mm-hmm. But this is the basics. I would invite parents any conscious tool mm-hmm. to reach to be a little bit more conscious about what we are doing to our kids. Yet we are talking about the Enneagram and I will tell you 
we are teaching, we are, oh, sorry, we are parenting from our type. Me as type six, I'm putting my values in my kids. And this is how I am parenting. This is because this is my really way of survival. So for me, it's nonsense if the kid is doing something their own way. Mm -hmm. Why would they do it? And going after nine o'clock in the street in darkness. Why? Stay at home, never go to the street. This is what sometimes I catch myself. Stop it, Natalia, stop it. Be conscious. Like I mentioned, uh, my son Ibrahim, if he's studying this way and not my way, does it mean that he will not study? This is what my just not conscious parenting way would tell me. Of course, he would never reach what you, what you reached. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Am I sure? Your, your programs take into account psychological stages of development of children and young adults. So what does that mean exactly? Yeah, these are values, values at every stage. Mm-hmm. I will not go before seven, eight, nine, because mm-hmm. we are not teaching children of that, of those ages. Mm-hmm. So until I would say 12, 13, 14, again, I'm putting these ages because it depends on the child. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes 14 is a little bit like 12, and 12 is very mature, it's like 15. So approximately these ages before, so for example, from 8 to, to 12, 14, this is the age of interrogation mind. How of like making a puzzle together, mm-hmm. how everything works. That's why many questions are coming. Questions mm-hmm. that need to be answered. What, where, how, in how, what amount? We have to answer them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we are puzzled. Oh my God, how do I, an- do I answer a question that is... This is where our consciousness comes. Children need just some, for example, at this age, some answers that are enough for them to have the answer. Mm-hmm. They don't need to go, it will be actually too overwhelming for them to go into all the details. Yeah. But we have to get the answer. In the later stages, the values are different. Mm-hmm. This is when... This is already young adults. The society comes. Importance to fit into the society. And they take everything so personal. If the fr- Again, this is the age when some children, again, the sexual energy is booming here now. Yeah? Yeah. Not even if a child is a sexual uh, instinct. No. But this energy, they can change one friend, another friend. They're in, they ha- the time is very fast. Mm-hmm. Some friends today is not tomorrow your friend. Many teens are coming to me and saying, I'm no, I'm nonsense. I'm nothing. I don't love myself. I, my self-esteem is what my friends are weird. They're not with me anymore. And what am I now? What should I do? So this is for them a tragedy. When they're learning the Enneagram, they're learning from different perspective as the 10-year-old is learning. Mm-hmm. The 10-year-old wants to know it oh there are people like that oh my god my mom <gasps> their parents with the personalities there's something called psychology no way here they already heard about psychology yeah. oh my god these are my gifts oh i have this in me but no how does he type three show their values like that i want to be like that oh and this one she's irritating me why is she so unique all the time i want to be like that what's happening and eventually what should I do to actually fit in? What mm. are my gifts? Mm. How to understand all these people? Why is my friend all the time nagging me? What does she want? Oh, she's type two. So nothing is wrong with her. 
with her just being nosy all the time about me. Okay, that's fine. One teenager, she was saying, uh, sharing about type six friend. She was another type. So she was like, no, I understand. She's just anxious. She has to know every, where we're going, what time we're going, what's going, who is there. And you know, now I'm answering her. Before, on the second question, I said, that's it. We'll stay at home. We're not going anywhere. I, I even sometimes wouldn't invite her because this is too much. Yeah. The, the considerations as teenagers, of course, they're a bit different from adult considerations. They're a bit more pure and honest, aren't they, at that age? But I hear that and I think, well, that's not dissimilar to how I use the Enneagram, actually. Oh, this is totally right, Tracy. Yeah. They're exactly to the point. Yeah, yeah. We're talking already about empathy. We can just give it with less depth, meaning mm. less sophistication. Mm-hmm. And the most important, that's the most important. We do not go into their inner child, into psychology, depth, and so on. There's no inner child. <laughs> yeah, it's, starting, it's starting to be created at this age. Yeah. And I will, mm-hmm. They are developing their themselves yet. Mm-hmm. You know how when we learn the Enneagram as adults, we are focused on learning the negative aspects of the type. I'm imagining that is not part of how you teach teenagers because it it doesn't seem like the right thing to do. But how do you approach that, the negative sides of the types? The most important to teach both. Why? Because to love both sides. Right. To love it as one whole. I cannot see the day if I don't know what the night is. Everything has an opposite. How would we know this without knowing uh, hot, without knowing cold, and so on? Mm-hmm. And the same for the person. Mm-hmm. Not bad, but we know good. And fortunately, we are one, or unfortunately. So how can we love just a half of you? They can apply to them. They can apply to people that are outside the world. And mm-hmm. then we come to parents. That's why all the time I'm mentioning parents. Parents also have bad days. Yeah. And I always eager that... Um, Kids, teens get out from the course of with me with that, that parents don't, sometimes they're shouting because of other motivation. And this is actually what the motivation comes, that Enneagram is not about the behavior, but motivation. Mm. Maybe she's just anxious, anxious because you will be late for the bus, for school, and you will be punished. And mm. she's at a type six, is terrified that you would be punished by that mean teacher mm. and you will be traumatized for life. That's why she's shouting at you so this opens a little bit like perspective oh so they have their own reasons because remember teens kids it's egocentric it's all about me i mentioned before if the child left me if it changed her mood she's with some other friend i am bad Mm. what's wrong with me what did i do to her the first question what did i do to her Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yet, I would say this courses of self-awareness, the Enneagram that we are giving from our school, it's just the first step that would be boosting in their life of the self-awareness more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have massive effect. Even at, at the point they come to choose a career, so helpful to have the Enneagram and to have self-awareness. You know, with teachers, that's a bit more tricky, isn't it? Because Teachers obviously are teaching a variety of types. What's the guidance for teachers? Teachers and yeah. schools. This is a topic by itself, I would yeah. say. 
several years ago, ago we opened the Inyakram School project. And um, in our project program, we are covering three aspects. I call them three stations, parents, students, and teachers. Yet I will direct the question that you are asking about the teachers. Mm-hmm. The teachers have numerous students in their class. How to attune to everyone? Mm-hmm. And I would say the 80% of the success of knowing the Enneagram lies in the self-awareness and self-work. Teacher is not just a job mm-hmm. that you go and you go home and you forget about. Mm-hmm. I would call it a lifestyle. I, I dreamt to be a teacher from when I was eight. It's not something to earn money from with. It's, it's how you treat the world. It's as if you want the world to, lear- to learn through you. How can you teach somebody when you're not self-aware or whatever is happening? That's why, fortunately, the door is open for all teachers with this magnificent self-awareness tool as Enneagram. So knowing your type and digging more into the types, your own relation as a teacher or as a person with other types increases your attunement with your kids. So we don't give kids tests, yet a school teacher is really watching kids. And remember, I was saying like a parent, put your things aside, look into the eyes. What exactly is in a need? What is that child standing like this, challenging you and saying, so what will you do to me? And the teacher, I will put you to detention. And the kid, send me to detention. You see in front of you challenging kid. Mm. You can attune a little bit with your senses. It might begin, might be mm. going towards eightishness. Yeah. yeah. It might be not a hundred percent, but some good start. You as a as a conscious teacher, you you might know, ah, I should do this, 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 I should not do this. I should not challenge back, or mm. I should give what the first thing, respect. Mm-hmm. Even if this is a type five who has good access to his eightishness, suddenly challenges you back, though trembling inside. Mm-hmm. What is needing? At this moment, what does he need? Respect. Mm-hmm. See him. That's what he's asking for. He mm-hmm. doesn't ask to be punished. He asks for your attention. Yet I would say it's hard to get a lot of kids to be all the time aware. It is hard. Every teacher who is self-conscious, bravo. If you do it with one child per day, congratulate yourself. You did it. Tomorrow you might be able, your capacity will grow to do it for two kids. Yeah, yeah. Be connected. What's the sort of guidance for parenting or teaching these different triads? Okay, triads. (laughs) I would say all centers need everything. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs love, everybody needs uh, respect, everybody needs uh, understanding and freedom. Yet I would say with the basics, yeah, there's the basics need, basic need. So if we go for the, for the body types, really need for respect and seeing for what they are. This, this respect comes as, as a very big uh, light. Mm-hmm. And this is what they're responding. Regardless, is it type eight? He will just be showing it. He will be just addressing to you. 
he doesn't mind that or they, they don't mind be challenging you, the more the better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Type nine will be just going away to the passive aggression or just not doing anything for you. Mm-hmm. But they need this respect. Uh, one boy was sharing type nine. Uh, he was saying, the most important for me when people are addressing to me and say, please. For me, it was, that's that's it. For me, yeah. I'm not about it. For me, I didn't say it to him, but I was like, is that important? For him, so if somebody tells me something without please to do, I will not do it. Kids or young adults, they're not that complicated mm-hmm. with the body, with the heart types. This being acknowledged for what they are, for their value, this connection, emotional connection, this is very important. This image and to be connected for what they are, if connection didn't happen, their image goes down. And this is what's hurting them. Mm -hmm. We can put it as respect, but it's a different kind of respect. It's respect for their feelings, for the types of, uh, of of the heads, freedom. That's very important for them, regardless in what. And also security. Security in the future, security about the moment, everything. With the type five, we have to make them secure that we will not interfere in their personal life. Mm. For type six, the girl was sharing, I want you as a parent. I want you to believe in me. Believe in my courage that I can do it. Excellent reassurance if somebody here uh, will listen for uh, has a child of type six. Yeah. It's very important for them to say, I believe in you. Mm-hmm. I'm behind you if anything is needed. Imagine I'm behind you. I'm watching here. I am supporting you. And the type seven, freedom. Yet freedom with rules. Choices. Choices is excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, the boy of type seven, he was uh, 14. He was sharing. He said, when my mom says to me, you have to read this book. Even if I wanted to read it, I don't want to read it anymore because she said, you have to. Do you understand the freedom here? It's not mm-hmm. about freedom locking them in, in the room. Okay, he's free to, to go out. No, even in your language. But this comes from conscious parenting. See how the language you talk to your child. Well, I imagine I'm not a parent, but I imagine when you discover what you're likely, what you're child's likely type is and see all of the mistakes that you've made as your type there must come a lot of self-criticism I imagine and a lot of remorse and can it weaponize your your own inner critic as a parent to to watch yourself making these mistakes it does happen even if we already know the enneagram or or are self-aware it might happen we can come become very exhausted one day yeah. or something happened. Mm-hmm. And who do we pour it out to the closest people who is available? <laughs> and these are fortunately kids or spouse. Mm-hmm. So this happens. It's not late. Even if you are 80 years old and your child is 55, 60 years old, it's never late to become conscious. We can share with our kids. For example, I'll give for my, my personal example. When I started knowing what is happening with me, this anxiety is control. For me, I have to control. 
Otherwise, anxiety is very high. This is my trait. I know it on a bad day, especially on a bad day. And unfortunately, bad days are a lot. This is another important thing. So it's not like once per month. No, it's several times per day. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm sharing with them. That was for me very big realization when I shared with my with my kids when I was shouting, and then I came to senses again. I don't. I'm not promising that you come immediately to your senses. We are work in progress, all of us. It takes us sometimes several seconds, several minutes to understand what happened. Sometimes even several hours to understand what happened, what you did. You can approach. I'm, I was. I approached my kids. I said, it's that such and such happened. I really was shouting. I understand it's all about me. I am anxious when kids are late for school because you're, you're punished there. And it gives me huge anxiety, which comes to shouting. And that's it. I'm not saying anymore that. So if it ever happens now, by the way, because they grew up now for several years, they know it. They calibrate with me. They help me to notice it because it takes me time. I would be all nervous and all anxious. Everybody come at me. And then I sometimes notice in their in their faces, again, three of them, meaning my husband and two kids, they're like doing silently, but I see them, they're smiling, smiling to each other. And I'm looking, it, and I somehow, some, somehow I like, oh, I come down. They mirror me. What's happening? Mm-hmm. For them, it's not a big deal. For me, it is. And they kind of help me to, uh, to come to my own senses. It's very important for parents to, to deliver it with the me message. Talk about yourself. I feel, for example, I feel sad or I feel anxious. I feel worried when I don't get a phone call once a week when my child is traveling or every day my child is tra- when, when you're traveling. I express my feelings. I don't blame the child. Nobody likes to be blamed, either adults, either kids. We have to know what the feelings are. If you look at average adult, we know sad, angry, anxious, worried. I would say five, six feelings. If it's good, up to 10, but they're vast. Sometimes we are angry and it's covering sadness. So we can easily, and this is advice, just Google it. Spectrum of, uh, of uh, feelings. Very important for type five parents, mm-hmm. for, for parents of type fives. Mm-hmm. Fives really struggling with understanding feelings. Mm-hmm. When we are saying to them, now I'm feeling sad or, and again, spectrum of feelings. It's, it's easier on them to understand, ah, this is what it means to be sad. Yes, to that extent. This is what she's feeling uh, uh, worried. This- I like that a lot. Um, it's always good or helpful somehow to acknowledge your mistakes with people that you're close to in a in a loving environment it's it's a helpful thing i'm going to say thank you natalia cuz i've taken enough of your time this has been really great to to get an insight into this thanks so much thank you it was really really pleasure talking to you Continuing with this same theme, my next chat is with Valerie P and we will be talking about her work on parenting with the Enneagram.